So, Jackie. Yes, Adriana. What's been going on in the wild world of dating? <laughs> Honestly, I've given up. Did I tell you? I, I, I full on decided I'm like, I'm not dating right now anymore. Oh, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I haven't swiped on anyone's profile in quite a while. Uh, dare I say before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I'm, like, dating fatigue is a real thing. Yeah, and so you haven't even been talking to anybody? No. Now, I have to be this person. So, Jackie, it's like I keep an eye on your horoscope. And honestly... I love that Adriana's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm that bitch. I'm that bitch that's going to check your horoscope and tell you, like... When, like, Mercury is, like, butt-fucking Saturn, you know, this is when you should, like, you swipe right on <laughs> fucking profile. Jackie, we're all energy, okay? Just move with this. <laughs> You're not wrong. No, but you know what's super interesting is that over the last two months, what it's essentially said for you is that you've had to focus on yourself. You've had to go into hermit mode. You'd have I've to come been, yeah. back into yourself to determine what's most important to you who's most important to you and what you want to leave behind because you're on the verge of starting a new chapter. You've been in a long transition right now and that as you move forward, you need to kind of like clear out a lot of things as you move into new stories. Right. I won't disagree with you that I feel like um, I've been in hermit mode. Like I don't, I, I like avoid social contact at all costs. I'm, I've, I've, I'm that person now. I never was. But now I'm like 100% that person where I'm like, I, could, I couldn't be bothered to be around others. Yeah. I think what's really been fun is the, over the last two months, at first I was trying to make plans with people and then I kept canceling. And now, other than last week because it was my birthday, but people invite me and I'm like, no. Yeah. I, no. Because you know what? We're going to play this game and we're going to pick a place and then at the last minute, I'm going to say, no. I'm not interested. Honestly. I've just been vibing on my own. It's kind of nice. My thing right now is, like, you know how different people had, like, COVID fatigue at different moments in time? Mm-hmm. I think I did really well up until, like, a couple of weeks ago. Yep. And, like, granted, in Quebec, we had another lockdown in December. And I think that that lockdown really, like, fucked with me. Oh, for sure. You know? And now I'm like, I'm done. I'm done with everyone, everything. I'm done also with the bullshit. So let's get back onto the dating thing. Okay? Yeah. Um, I, I sent a friend a message this week and I'm like, I think it's time for me to delete my hinge because the algorithm is 100% broken for me. It, it, it's yeah. just not working. And I think I even sent it to you. There was like a scam account. Totally a scam. That man. hinge outright said, oh, this is like... A great compatible match for you fuck you it was a scam account there was no real pictures of the guy okay he had a couple of pictures of cocktail and then these like inspirational religious bullshit pictures and he put his height was five foot tall which i mean god bless like i don't know what else to say was it the tinder swindler oh my god was it simon <laughs> Ooh. and then wait it gets better and then he put his job doctor at doctor oh yeah that was amazing and it's like you know what Hinge, have we really reached the point where you legitimately have no one that you can think is a compatible match for me that you send me a fucking scam account? Okay, so I, I need a moment. Uh, back in early January, because I was spending so much time on my own and I was just needing some entertainment, I went back on the apps. Haven't spoken to anybody. The few people that I did match with, 
Um, I sent them a message and they either neither replied or they unmatched me immediately. Mm, those are always fun. Yeah. And so my thing is, is just, I felt like I was in a winter period anyway. And it's, it's, I didn't take any of it personally, but what it made me realize is I think dating and relationships have undergone a radical transformation because of the pandemic. Yeah. And even on TikTok, I think a lot of us would just rather be alone than deal with some dusty ass son. And the thing is, the people, it, it's not as if there were even quality people on the apps. No, that's what's people, killing me. The pictures were awful. Their descriptions were generic. Fun-loving guy looking for no drama. And none of them were were outstanding in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. And yet, there are so many outstanding women I know. And even if I look at my personal uh, circle because we've talked about this. We yep. were looking for a single dude to have on the podcast, and you and I realized we don't even know any single dudes. We do not know any single straight dudes, articulate dudes who could also speak and have like. I know some straight dudes, but you wouldn't want them on a podcast. Like they're not suspiciously single. No, we know why they're single. Oh, oh my god, I could draw. And right also, now. these are not the dudes I would want their opinion on because I have zero interest in that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Like this is what kills me. This was, I, I mean, I guess we've come full circle because it's almost a year of us doing the podcast yeah. now. But it's like the reason behind suspiciously single, the name suspiciously single, mm-hmm. stems from the fact that people will often come up to me and say. Why are you single? You're such a catch. It makes no sense, right? Yeah. This was the whole idea behind it. Like, arguably, based on just the idea of the way the world works, we should. But, like, this is what kills me. Why are people constantly asking women, why are you single? And they're not asking men, why are you single? Because they think that it's a choice. They think that it is 100%. uh, If you could, you would automatically be in a relationship, which I disagree with. But I will say this: this year, I put in a lot of fucking effort into dating. We've Mm -hmm. talked about this, okay? You full time job. It was second full time job. Honestly, I put so much work into it. Yeah, you had a murder board. I really did. Like honestly, I was, I was, you know, figuring out the stats. I was like, okay, if I can make an Excel spreadsheet, I'm in. You know. Mm -hmm. But what kills me about it is that legitimately. None of them panned out into no. something worthwhile. There was maybe, out of all of the dudes that you talked about with me, there were maybe two that looked like they might have potential, but they quickly showed their true colors. So I, I was actually looking at that yeah. in like a, a stupor of midnight crying, as I like to call it. Mm-hmm. Listen, sometimes you got to get it out. You got to get it out. And there were three guys from 2021 mm-hmm. that I was like disappointed Things didn't work out. Yeah. One was... Mr. Gatno. Gatno. Finance boy. Finance bro was the most recent one. Yeah. And the other one, which like now in retrospect, (gasps) I couldn't care less about, was the infant. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But the infant, like, the infant infant still messages me like these slightly passive aggressive bullshit messages and then asks me why I'm like... He's like the shake of your real world. He's 100% shake. Love is blind. If you if you want to sponsor us, we're we're willing and able to we do have it. So many thoughts. Okay, but Jackie. No, no, but wait. Let's come yeah, back to it. So it. those three. Yeah. Okay. Were arguably the only ones that I was like, oh, it would have been Maybe. nice had it worked no. out. But not, none of those three, no. in a perfect situation, had I met them in a real world situation, would I even have considered dating them? 
Like yeah. I essentially lowered my, I don't want to say lowered my standards because like the three of them were, were, yeah, I was more open and yet I still got fucking shafted. Girl, girl, you know what, you know why all of this is happening, because right? Because Venus was uh, no! uh, on a girl! date with Jupiter and, no! and the patriarchy. It's the patriarchy! The patriarchy. Because, let me explain this to you again for those of you who do, who haven't listened to my A previous rants. <laughs> From the time that our little lady babies emerged from the womb, we were told we weren't good enough, we had to be pretty, we had to be this, we always had to work for everything, we were told we were never enough, we had to be smart, we had to be accomplished, we had to work on ourselves, we had to work out, do hair, do makeup. We were always told that we needed work, whereas men were always told and accepted as they were. They were told they were perfect as they were because they weren't allowed to get away with everything. It's like, oh, boys will be boys. They were never told that they weren't good enough. They were accepted as is from the time they emerged from the womb. And what has now happened is there's a bunch of men, especially in my age bracket, who are just like, what do you mean that I, I'm, I mean, I'm perfect as I am? But you know what? The guys in your age bracket are especially terrible because yeah. at least... I mean, the in the younger end of my age bracket, they're mm-hmm. also a little bit more self-aware in terms yeah. of, like, the societal issues. Because, you know, in the early 2000s and mid-2000s, we started to discuss it a little bit more. How, mm-hmm. But, like, in your age bracket? Oh. These dudes grew up thinking that they were all kings. Yeah. And that people had to bow down to them. And if you want to add another layer to that, like, all the dudes that I'd spoken to that were divorced... All of them had married young-ish, or they at least were married for a very long time. So they have no They're, identity. They have no identity. Their wives took care of a lot of things. Even though they were maybe active dads or had like right. activities, they haven't had to socialize or exteriorate in decades and then all of a sudden they're thrown back into the dating pool and they're like oh but my wife just put up with everything so why do i need to have personality but but like also like are you fucking kidding me you're getting a divorce for a fucking reason fucking reason and like have you looked at yourself sir have you looked inside yourself and been like maybe i need to fix myself and this is why people are always like oh maybe you need to go older on the dating app and then i keep saying to them i'm like honestly so my age range right now is 30 to 40 okay i'm on the higher end of that age range but the idea of going into like mid 40s with these guys i've i've never matched with a guy over the age of like 38 that i was like oh wow he he has it going on you know what i mean i like that's what's scary to me because i know that as with every year that passes there's gonna be more and more bullshit yes and what kills me is they really the number one thing that i see on dating profiles for dudes my age Every time I see the words, no drama, my first reaction is, that's because you are the drama, sir. Or you honesty. are the drama. Or the honesty, the honesty the thing honesty is really is, this year. Oh, not for yeah. me. I am so triggered by it at this point. Yeah. I'm like, what happened to you? What happened to you? Or also, what did you do? Or what did you do? Yeah. Because sometimes you're like, oh, I was in a terrible relationship. You know, she cheated on me. I'm like, oh, okay, she cheated on you. Only to find out, yeah, she cheated on you, but at the same time, you're a terrible communicator. Yeah. You know? Were you providing for her needs? Exactly. Like, it takes you three days to message me back, yeah. and this is at the beginning of our courtship. Mm. So, like, what what happened once you were, like, fully invested in this? You probably would, like, 
take, you know, give her no satisfaction and, and no, like, communication skills. Not that I'm condo like, no, no. by no means do I think it's a, an appropriate thing, but at the same time. No, but also, like, especially when you're in a long-term relationship, you have to continue to work to, like, yeah. renew, refresh, to communicate. You have to communicate more as time like, goes on. Like, what did you do? And it was like, did you fall into that trap that we all fall into where you stopped making an effort because you got too comfortable, and then you felt blindsided because you got too comfortable? Yeah. Like, you weren't aware of yourself. You weren't aware of her. Oh, my God, I just remembered one, Jackie. Amazing. So, a lot of the French Canadian dudes, they say, uh, mon passé est réglé. Oh, Which I means, hate as that. my past has been dealt with. And every single time I want to message them and say, can I get a message from your therapist? Because... Does that just mean that you've decided she was a crazy bitch and I'm moving on? Like, have you been to therapy? And this is what we were saying. Maybe a good love is blind spinoff would be you're not there to meet your future wife. You're there to meet your future therapist. <laughs> not what, what we call it. Not love is blind. Love is get clinical. Some, love is clinical. No, <laughs> it would be get some fucking therapy now. Love is... Love is, I like love is clinical. Love is clinical is good. Love is, I feel like it almost needs to be an alliteration. Like love is little. Suspiciously single. I you know I love a good alliteration. I, really ah, I get really so excited when I get one. Yeah, I I, uh, I think the, the issue, all this to say, all this to say on mm-hmm. my end, like as soon as we're done we're recording this podcast, I'm going to delete Hinge because I am so fed up. I am so yeah. fed up. And I'm really questioning either what's out there or also just the whole system of the dating well, app. Well, are dating apps dead? Are dating apps dead? I mean, the, I think we can take that even to another level. But I really, I really have questions and concerns about even just the setup. Like, yeah. the more I'm on dating apps, the more I realize how faulty they are. Mm-hmm. Like, the prompts oh, on the Hinge, algorithm is not in our favor, first of all. Forget the algorithm. Scientifically proven. But the actual prompts they put on there... Are horrible. Are horrible. They don't help me get to know you. No, and people don't answer them... Like, they just put a, a, a casual answer, or they don't reflect on them at all. The whole point of the prompt was to get people to reflect, but... They aren't doing it. No. So it's not a prompt. It's really, it's really, really, really frustrating. So I see these prompts and all I keep thinking is garbage. Yeah. And then, oh, and this is the other thing. You know, like Hinge's whole uh, slogan is it's the app oh, to, to be deleted. To, to be deleted. Yeah, yeah. But are you, ref- Hinge, are you reflecting on why people are deleting your app? Well, this is the whole thing. And we've seen this on TikTok, right? All these people who, there was a meme for a while. It was, uh, I deleted, I downloaded hinge only to delete it 42 seconds later you and i have both deactivated or deleted and re-downloaded why aren't the apps addressing the fact that thousands of millions of users download and delete like the app is not doing the job the other thing that i find concerning is besides the download delete phenomenon are they actually like recording statistics about like the success rate of their algorithm, of their matches, of who they say are compatible. Like, one of the things they should put at the top, mm-hmm. you know, like, we believe this person is c- compatible. Do you agree? Do you agree? Exactly. Because I can actually go in and say something like, this is a scam account. How did you not notice that? So, do you know what's really interesting from a marketing point of view? You and I both know that they for sure are collecting statistics. Oh, on things, 100%. Right? But how are they collecting it, though? But the fact that they aren't using the statistics in any kind of promotional material or online content 
makes it clear that they're not getting good numbers. If yeah. they were getting high success rates, that would be something that would be in the messaging. It would be in the social content. So I was listening. Um, there's this really great, I mean, it's also on uh, CBC radio, but it's a podcast. It's under the influence. Oh, I love that yeah. one. Um, and he did an episode on dating apps. Oh, and the marketing behind dating app. Essentially, one company owns like all of them. Like a, a major, like a major stake in most of them. Not all of them, but like I believe that the same. I, I don't remember if it's Match or eHarmony, but like one of them essentially owns also Tinder and Hinge, yeah, and and it's like, well, then what are you doing? You're just providing a different interface that's supposed to target yeah. a different group of people, but. None, none of them are working. It's just, an, it's just another scam. It's, it's a scam. It's a scam because I've also spoken to friends who've paid for the service. And uh, because my thing was always, uh, if if there was some promise, I would I would pay for it. I have spoken to people who have paid for it and they said that the experience was very similar to mine. That's it. So there's not an improvement. They're just taking your money and hoping that the same desperate urge to connect will just keep you on the app. Yeah. In the same way that like the Tinder swindler, like the girls were back on the apps, right? Like they were just right back into it. It's kind of like there's a real human need to want to be in a relationship and they're just feeding off that need. And I think the other thing too, which is totally totally worth noting, is we feel that there are no options left in terms of dating. No. Like when people are like, well, Terrible. how else are you going to meet people? I literally look at them. I'm like, I have no fucking clue. Am I joining a sports team? Am I going to start playing ultimate Frisbee in an attempt to meet my soulmate? And also would my soulmate play ultimate Frisbee? I mean, Those ultimate Frisbee people are really, they're a bit, into they're, ultimate they're a bit on the strange they're, side. They're really into ultimate so I'm, I struggle because I'm, I actually legitimately, I can meet them at work. Hello. Like mm. that would be a lawsuit waiting to happen. Uh, hey, miss, I saw you the other day at the, at the local student union. Hey, yeah. Can I, can I buy you a warm beer? No, you no, may you not. not. No, you may not. Um, so, and I mean, I've said this before. My thing is, I feel as if even though I may not necessarily be meeting potentials, like, I have a rich life in that, you know, I go to my little coffee shop every day. Uh, I work in a donut shop a couple times a week. So I have enough human interaction with strangers. I have delightful, unexpected conversations. I have now my core of friends that, like, nourish me and I nourish them. And I think a lot of the reasons why I can detach from dating apps is I have a rich enough social life and I'm getting that human connection elsewhere, that it doesn't stress me out that I go to that app and nobody wants to connect with me. So, because I'm getting validation elsewhere. And and this bleeds into another thing, which for me is a big one. Tell me. I don't feel good on the apps anymore. I don't feel good no, about myself. It's not fun. No. It's not validating. It because doesn't make you feel good. Like when people are like, yeah, well, people are liking your profile. I'm like, hey, the guys who are liking my profile more often than not are not guys that I would even consider dating. Yeah. And then B, when you understand how guys swipe and yeah, you might be wrong. And tell spray us and pray. Tell us if we're wrong. They're literally just liking everyone and their mother on the profile. And then they triage. And then they triage and then and and sometimes they don't even. Sometimes they're just casting such a wide fucking net. They're hoping that maybe there's going to be some, you know, something worthwhile in it. Yeah. So it's frustrating as fuck. So why would I continue 
to engage in this like frustrating situation and this frustrating thing Mm -hmm. because honestly especially over the last couple of months the quality has been dire and even like on so i know i'm focusing a lot on hinge because that's like the app i use probably Mm -hmm. the most i am also annoyed by bumble i dislike the idea of i have to be always the one that starts like does the first move and the other thing i don't like 24 hours you have to be checking your your app like all the time yes unless you have your notifications on which i don't i don't i know most people Um, don't for dating apps no but like i just have specific times a day when i have my app time when i check in on it but the whole thing of like, I like the idea of wanting to empower women and saying, like, you get to choose if you want to speak to this person because all of us have had to deal with men who need to speak to us and we don't want to talk. But I find it demoralizing in that I send a message, I try to think of a great little question, and then I either get ignored yeah. or I get unmatched immediately. Yeah. And it's like, are you kidding? Like, once again, I'm doing all the chasing, I'm making all the effort, and they get to reject me? I no, but but see, like I also find it. I find it a bit counterintuitive. You think that you're giving me the power by sending the first no. message? No. Like, there's no. What is the power in that? That I'm the first. If I matched with the guy, arguably it's because I'm interested in him. Exactly. Thus, why do I have to make the first move? Yeah. It doesn't make sense to me. That's how you're giving me power. How about you give me power by giving me a million dollars, or by sending me food? Sending me food just because. So. All this to say, back to the hinge thing. Even the like standouts, yeah, always the same guys. Always, they're like I would say out of the selection they gave me, only maybe one or two are actually standouts. Mm. And what's like, what's the point? What's the point? If even the standout guys are kind of shitty, then maybe there's something wrong with either the city, the app, who's using the app. I don't know. And this is the thing, and I've said this before as well, like I was on Lava Life back in the day uh, and I really enjoyed Lava Life and maybe that was a, it was my early 30s. I was getting one or two dates a month um, and I got like, I think probably two or three relationships a year for a few years out of that. Like relationships, like we're talking six, four to six weeks, but at least it was fun. And even with the people that I didn't follow through with, at least there was a sense of like, interaction, connection, um, but there's none of that now. No. Now I just assume that all dudes are not going to speak to me. And like I send a little message and then I'm like, yeah, there we go. We're gone. It's, there's no fun to it. No, it's, it's not fun. It's lost the spark of excitement. It's lost the, oh, I'm going to log in and see what I got. Mm. No, you're right. Mm. All this to say, today became a rant. We essentially ended up shitting on the dating apps and the whole dating game, which happens. But here we are. Again. Again. And honestly, I'm really hopeful that 2022 is going to progress differently. I'm hoping that once I delete this app, like, and reconfigure things and reassess things, maybe things will go a little bit different dating-wise. But right Mm -hmm. now... Not super excited about how things are progressing. No, in the meantime, like, I got things. So, yeah. That stuff going on. That's our rant. Yeah. Like, what do y'all think? Are dating apps dead? Is there someone out there who has a really good dating app experience that wants to share some hacks? Is there a niche app out there that maybe you're using that has provided us with better, or provides with better things? Fat life. <laughs> 
are we just going to do it? Are we going to go super like dumb fetish? We might have to. Like maybe we should do that. Someone told me I'd be an excellent financial dominatrix. I don't oh, know if you'd, we... be, you'd be good for FinDom. And they would honestly, their assets would like do really well over yeah. a time frame because I know what I'm talking about. Exactly. Anyways, all this to say, let us know. We have questions. We have <laughs> fucking questions. Bye.